This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. I'm sure you've heard all the controversy about the Beaufort Towers, and uh, I'd like to welcome to the program Dr. Patrick Finn. Uh, Dr. Finn is an associate professor in the School of Creative and Performing Arts and uh, Computational Media Design at the University of Calgary. Now, doctor, I have to say, I really can't think of any big arts art installation anywhere in the world that has gone in and just received a unanimous response of, you know, wow, oh my gosh, I absolutely love this. You're right. Um, I suppose it's part of the nature of public art, which is that it's being made and placed right into our city. And we all love our city. And so all of a sudden there's this big change, this big new thing that has arrived inside of the city. And so it's sensitive for us because it it means a lot for us. And so there is a history of controversy around public art. The, uh, you know, I guess the one that people talk about most often is the Eiffel Tower. When it went up, the sort of arts groups hated it. People hated it. And then over time, you come to love it. We tend to talk now, I think, about the Peace Bridge like that. It was quite controversial, and now we've, we kind of have taken it to heart in the city. But I just think the nature of putting art out into the public for the public means that it's going to cause a great deal of attention, draw a great deal of attention. In a sense, that's part of what it's supposed to do. Do you think we as a society are more tolerant or less tolerant of things like this or is it really dependent on the particular society you're looking at well i think that we we're ha- we seem to be having a lot more discussion around these types of things and i think that we have quite a tolerant society um but we do have a lot more conversation we hear a lot more we hear a lot more voices more quickly now and so with any uh type of piece like this where we're all in a sense being invited to evaluate it you're going to have a lot of different perspectives on it um, and so you'll hear some people will say, oh, it's great that it's provoking conversation or that that's what it is supposed to do. Um, so it makes sense that people are expecting that there'll be a conversation created around these pieces. And so there's always that initial reaction. And then, as I think you've pointed out, it's over time we seem to change. And some of these pieces we then take to heart and they kind of become part of what we take to be, you know, this is our city. Are there certain types of pieces that you think provoke more or less reaction? You know, like uh, something like uh, the head in front of the bow building or uh, or bridges or, or these massive pieces. Are they more likely to to get that kind of a, a reaction out of people than, say, paintings or something? Or is it really just based on exposure and how many people would, would view these pieces? Right. I do think it's exposure. There have been cases of paintings that have caused as much... Uh, furor as this. I think it comes down to a, a couple of components, uh, maybe three actually. Is One is the formal aspect. So whenever there's something that uh, we think often of the kind of modernist work where uh, you look at the piece and somebody will say, you know, well, I could have done that. So they can't see the, <laughs> the formal complexity of it. So you'll get debates around that. Uh, the other one is then content, right? So if it addresses a controversial subject on purpose, the subject itself can cause people to become worked up. And I also think that the other uh, time that this becomes an issue is when people are considering dollars and cents. And so whenever people are thinking about, you know, are people getting enough to eat? Are people able to to support their families, et cetera? You'll get these debates around, well, is art necessary? And should we have spent this money on this? Um, And so I think that's those, those three are usually at play when something becomes controversial. Uh, so it's basically going to be an art piece that is in one of those areas, I think, that will generally uh, 
get up, get a lot of attention. Just chatting with Dr. Patrick Finn, an associate professor in the School of Creative and Performing Arts and Computational Media Design at the University of Calgary, talking about the Beaufort Towers and the general reception to art and art installations in places like the city of Calgary. Uh, more on that in just a moment. First, a break for traffic. It's 451. It is 4.53. We're just chatting with Dr. Patrick Finn from the University of Calgary about the Beaufort Towers. And just before we took a break for traffic, you were saying, you know, some of the reasons that people tend to express their displeasure with new art. And two of the biggest concerns that I had heard before we spoke with Kevin Littlelight from the Sutina First Nation with their concerns, you know, people were saying, this looks like something that I could have done. And and you heard the argument often that, you know, and especially when there is a, a difficult economic time, there's that extra sensitivity where people say you know that money could have been used for right and, and i think that that's fair i think you know when we're when if we're hungry if we're worried about money we're not really thinking about other aspects of life um and so people it depends on where people stand on what the nature of art is so often people will think well art is like a uh, something that we add to our society it's something we can we can have as long as we have excess money but in fact, when you look at successful cities throughout history, we've never had a successful city anywhere uh, that doesn't have a thriving art scene because art isn't about sort of just adding something or decorating the city. Those types of conversations and the types of explorations that the artist undertakes, that drives innovation within the city. That people see these things, there's something changes within them, something changes in the way that they think. It challenges people to accept things that they're not used to. And that makes for... A, a better city overall. So I do think it's a good investment, but it's an important conversation. We get the, it's, it is public art. And so as the public, we get to say whether we think that's right or wrong. Um, and I don't get to pretend that I'm, you know, my particular take on it is the right one. I just happen to think that it's the right one and would be willing to make my case, but others get to have their opinion too. That's because it's public art. And so what happens when a piece is created? And uh, yesterday on the show, we did have Kevin Littlelight on. Uh, and he was speaking about how this particular piece is so similar to burial scaffolding for the First Nations. And it's very offensive uh, to that group. What happens when you get into controversy that then starts to cross over maybe uh, appropriate messaging for cultures? I mean, what is a city left to do in that kind of a situation? Well, you know, that, I, I wish I knew the answer or the answers or had even some insight to that. It, it is such a tricky area because, for, I mean, first of all, I don't have the expertise to comment on what is inside of that piece and what has been drawn and borrowed. That's why we need, why we need to listen to the people who do know that tradition, who are from that tradition, um, and solicit those opinions. But it is, you know, it's, we're, we're at a time when we're, I think, confronting more directly um, the, the really sort of complex history that we have and trying to do a better job of being aware of these issues. And so, you know, now that we're into this conversation, I don't know that I don't necessarily know what the answer is. I do know that it will involve listening, right, and, and hearing from the community, hearing from the experts to, so that we can understand what their concerns are, because um, it's one thing for something to be, you know, provocative in terms of conversation. Um, but if we're doing something as a public, it is for all of us. And so if we're harming someone, if we're, you know, genuinely disrespecting people, we need to sit down and have that conversation. And does the, that process from the beginning, if you were to create a piece as this was meant to be, that represents certain uh, aspects of our area, uh, certain cultures, 
does asking an artist to consult with people uh, in that region, does that take away from their voice or does that stifle their voice or the compromise their creativity? Well, I think there are, there are different opinions on this and there are different processes. So certainly you can ask the artist to work from whatever inspiration that they work from. Um, but they would not be working in isolation. They're going to be selected by a committee. The work will be vetted, approved, et cetera. So there are different points at which these types of conversations can be had. Um, Generally, the artist is not um, a literal historian, so they don't use specific details of research, like, say, a journalist or an academic would. And so they'll tend to, you know, people will talk about the phrase poetic license. They'll tend to move around in different ways with that. Um, But obviously, when you come to public art, uh, certainly the idea that you would be aware or wanting to have sort of the context of the place, you know, the public where this will um, be presented, uh, you would want to go after that somehow. It just depends, you know, different artists would do their research in different ways, would do their vetting in different ways. So I don't know that there's any one way to do it. Um, But certainly if you're creating a piece for a, a a specific place and saying that you want to be draw from the inspiration of that specific place, you'd have to, you'd have to work on it somehow. It would make sense. Uh, thank you so much for your time. We certainly appreciate it and also your insights. Terrific. Thank you so much. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.